Welcome to the Anchor Within podcast. I'm Lena, a physical therapist, speaker, and multi-passionate woman driven by empowering you to become the woman that you were meant to be. And honestly, I am a woman just like you trying to figure out this whole life thing as I navigate the messy middle in real time. This podcast is all about transparency and the not-so-glamorous raw conversations and difficult lessons that we're going through in real time together. We intertwine all aspects of health, wellness, personal growth, and mindset work to anchor within our own strengths and desires so that we can co-create the purposeful, fulfilling lives we crave to live. We strive to empower and encourage each other to build the stable foundations that we need to remain steadfast in pursuit of becoming the fulfilled, resilient, impactful women we are meant to be. You ready? Let's dive in. Hey, hey, happy Monday. Welcome back to the pod. I'm so excited to be here having another awesome conversation with you guys. I have my husband, Josh. This is the first time you've been here since we were married, huh? I guess. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh, me either. Anyway, I've got my husband, Josh, here with me. I needed a little bit of a pep talk today, so I figured maybe you did too. So we're going to have him here, and we're going to chat about, I don't know, he'll decide. (laughs) Great. I'm glad this is up to me, and I'm winging it. (laughs) I'm not winging it. We're talking about how diamonds are created under pressure. So go for it. Got it. Uh, so thanks for having me. Um, but yeah, so one of my favorite sayings um, is no pressure, no diamonds. Uh, some of you may have heard this before, but once again, you know, if you don't have pressure, you don't make diamonds, right? Diamonds are one of the strongest, toughest materials out there. Like they can cut through basically anything and they're just coal, right? It's just coal that's been kept under pressure, carbon that's kept under pressure for a very, very long time. And it turns into this beautiful rock called a diamond. But if you take away the pressure, you're just left with carbon, just left with coal, just sitting there, right? It's not that valuable. It's the pressure that makes the diamond valuable. Similar to our lives, a lot of times people will, you know, you hear, oh, they crack under pressure, they crack under pressure. And while that's a very real thing, right? Pressure does build in your job and relationships and every aspect of your life, no matter what you're doing. And it can be overwhelming. But one thing to always remind yourself of is if you don't have that pressure, you're not going to grow. You're not going to progress yourself in your career. You're not going to strengthen your relationship. You're just going to sit there. Pressure helps you grow. It helps develop your skills, helps strengthen relationships. It helps a lot of different things. And one of the things that I have found is that a lot of people say, well, I don't perform well under pressure. I don't think that's necessarily true, right? I think we all can perform well under pressure because I guarantee you, given a situation, you can say that you were under immense pressure and you performed well. So it's typically one of two things. Either one, you just don't want to do what you're doing. That's completely different than the pressure getting to you, first and foremost. Or two is that, A lot of times I found that people haven't figured out how to, they process pressure and stress. It's one thing that I see constantly um, in basically what I do at work in sales. Like in sales, it's huge pressure situations a lot of the time to make your month, to close that deal, whatever it is, because a good portion of our paycheck is revolving around closing deals. So if we don't close this one deal, we may not have a big a paycheck as we normally do. And you talk about living paycheck to paycheck, and that very well can cut your income in half for the month. So it can be very high pressure situations. 
But at the end of the day, what I found is that a lot of times it's that people don't understand how they themselves need to process and deal with that pressure and stress. And this kind of goes back to one thing that I've talked to you about a lot of time. A lot of the time is one of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with is being alone and being alone with your thoughts, right? People don't like that. And when I say being alone, I legitimately mean no TV, no phone, no one else. You just kind of sit there, maybe listen to some music, but it's not something that you're like singing along to. And you just kind of sit there and think about yourself. You think about things that you're good at and your weaknesses and what you want to do and what you can do and all these different things. Um, But it goes back to, uh, once again, uh, another famous saying is know thyself. I don't think a lot of people know themselves. I think a lot of times people are trying to make themselves into what they see on Instagram or on TV mm-hmm. or any of these other things. They don't really know who they are. Yeah. Um, so I feel that a lot of the times when people say, well, I don't perform under pressure or, or I can't, I, you know, I just can't deal with this. It's so much pressure right now. It's not the pressure that's actually getting to you, right? That's the end result. The beginning result of it is the fact that you don't know how you need to process that stress and that pressure. You can ask Lena. The way I deal with pressure, the way I deal with stress is very different than a lot of people. One's very common in a lot of people. I go to the gym. The second thing that I do is I just go and sit in my room by myself. Like, don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. I don't just let me sit by myself with my thoughts. And then I, that's how I work through it. That's how I deal with those things. Because at the end of the day, I work through it. I think about it and I realize that it's not that big of a deal or whatever it is. But it took me a while to understand, like, that's how I best process pressure and and stress. Um, But I I didn't get there by simply like stumbling onto it. Like it's a thought out process that took time and it took me being by myself to realize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think. First of all, before we go any further, is that when you say being alone, doesn't mean like being single, right? Like we're talking about just like being alone with your thoughts. For me, the way that I process that is like through journaling and through meditation. You, on the other hand, you can just like literally sit there on the couch and stare into space and like it's your own form of meditation. Like I like to write things out. I'm a very verbal processor. I need to talk about things in order to process them. I can't just like think about them. So for me, journaling and meditating just like works really well. You like, you don't like to talk about things. So it's easier for you to just process things mentally, like internally first, and then talk about it if you feel like you need to afterwards. But for me, it's like, I need to constantly talk about it. So that's why journaling works for me, like writing it down, talking on the podcast, even just talking out loud to you makes me or helps me process things for you. You like to just sit there and that's okay. Like there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I think we just, like you said earlier, like we need to learn ourselves and who we are, but also like how we better best process things. Because what happens is we let all of this quote pressure you know, whether it's internal, external from yourself, from other people, from the situation, whatever it is, like we let it build up so much that it just all bursts at one time, right? It's like, we don't process it as it's coming along. So then we feel like, well, shit now, (laughs) like all this stuff is here and I don't know what the hell to do with it. And the other thing that you said too, that I liked going along with that was that you know, some people work 
or some people say that they don't do well under pressure, but is it that you're under pressure that you don't like what you're doing? I think that's a really important part of it too, because like for me, I work really well under pressure. I procrastinate until the last minute and then I just get it all done at one time. (laughs) But other people I understand like don't do that. However, I think it's really important that you understand whether you actually like what you're doing or not, because that's, that's a huge piece of it. Like if you don't like what you're doing, then it's going to feel like pressure because you don't actually want to be doing these things. So they're stressing you out. Cause you're like, how can I not do this? Cause I hate it. Yeah. And in, so there's a couple things that I wanted to actually get into a little bit here was first and foremost, what I'm not telling anyone to do is to go seek out pressure situations that is not what I'm telling you to do. Uh, similar to the warrior that, you know, don't go looking for fights, but when a fight comes to you, like be ready to fight. Same thing with this. Like I'm not telling you to go and find a high pressure situation to better yourself, but don't run from that situation when it arises in your life. So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is that I don't want to make it seem like I don't think I, I, wa- I don't want to downplay you know, people that do struggle under pressure, whether they, even if they like what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, that's something that whether you believe it or not, it is something that you can improve. It's something you can work on. But one thing I've learned, especially as we get older and we start getting into more, maybe more complex situations, or there's just more things going on in our lives. One thing we lose out on a lot is we forget the fact that Practice makes perfect, right? And well, uh, is someone who actually always corrects me and says, "Perfect practice makes perfect." But, <laughs> but the you know the end of end of it is is that if you want to get better at something, you need to practice it. And we lose that as adults, I feel like, because our the situations get a little mm-hmm. bit more complex, or we lose out on some things. But at the end of the day, like if you're always running from those situations, you're never ever going to improve on them. So just remember that, like, if you come across those situations, embrace them, like don't run away from them and learn from them. At the end of the day, all of the practice in the world is great, but if you're not learning from that practice, it doesn't help you at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people talk about, you know, practice makes perfect, practice makes perfect. And it gives you this idea that like, you're going to come to a point where it's quote perfect, right? And every situation is going to be different. Like you might do really well handling this next situation because you've practiced and you've done well with learning how to handle your stress and your pressure. But the next time a more complex situation comes up, you might not handle it quote perfectly, right? And you might need to adjust things a little bit. So yeah, and kind of on top of that, just remember that just because you fail at something once and it doesn't go the way that you want it to, doesn't mean that that's the last time you should try it, right? Like I always go back to when we were learning to walk as kids, how many times do kids fall down before they actually take their first steps and start walking, right? But as we age and as we get older, that like determination to get better at something seems to just kind of disappear for a multitude of different reasons. But, you know, when a kid falls down, it's not like they never try to walk again. They literally continue to try over and over and over again. 
Um, so remember, just because you try it and you try to do something and you fail, it's not the end of the world. You just try again and you get better. You improve yourself. Um, once again, like you, you will not grow yourself if you're not putting pressure on yourself to improve, right? Once again, no pressure, no diamonds. If you're always just in your quote comfort zone, like you'll never get any better. You'll never grow and you'll never improve your weaknesses, but more importantly, you'll never improve your strengths. We always talk about improving weaknesses, Mm -hmm. but we don't address the fact that while you should improve your weaknesses, you also should improve your strengths because if it's something you're already good at, you can probably get a lot better at it. Yeah. That's not talked about enough either. Um, You know, it's always, oh, I'm good at this, so I'm not going to continue to get better at it. I'm going to work on this one thing that I'm not good at or whatever the case is. And instead of just continuing to get even better at those things that we're good at, we kind of leave them to the side, which is fine to some degree, because obviously you want to improve on your weaknesses as well, but like you don't want to just be working on your weaknesses because it's important to continue growing on your strengths. Because like we were saying earlier, like you can always improve more and more. Right. Like there is no such thing as being perfect. There's there's always room for improvement, no matter who you are, no matter what you do. I don't care what you think you are like. There's always room for improvement in every aspect of your life. Right. Whether it's your career, your relationships, your your marriage, your parenting, your fitness, whatever it is like, there's always room for improvement. There's always room for growth. And you can't get to that growth if you don't put yourself in that situation that's outside of your comfort zone or if you don't have that pressure you know, like you were saying earlier, you don't just get a diamond by letting a lump of coal sit out, right? There, there has to be pressure and it's like lots and lots and lots of pressure. And I'm not saying you have to be in the constant state of like pressure and put yourself in situations that are always stressful because obviously you want to learn how to manage your stress as well, but you're going to have to get outside of your comfort zone. You're going to have to put yourself in situations because like that one quote, that's our cat scratching at the door, by the way, if you can hear it, (laughs) you're going to have to put yourself in situations like that one quote that says, um, you know, if crap, I forgot what I was going to say now. Well, while you think of it, I, something just popped into my head about this whole thing. So, you know, we're talking about diamonds and the pressure that's required to create them. And one thing that I actually just popped in my head was, uh, for the longest time, the only thing that was out there was natural diamonds, so to speak, Mm. mined diamonds. Um, now there's what's called lab grown diamonds. Quite literally, they're, they're carbon copies of each other. You cannot tell the difference even down to the molecular level. Yeah. And if you know anything about lab grown diamonds, it takes a month to make them, um, or so like it doesn't take thousands of years to make them, but it does take thousands of years to make diamonds naturally that are mined. So why do I bring that up? Well, it kind of goes back to this essence of to get a diamond, to become a diamond type of person, there is going to be time required in order to have that diamond be created. Now, if you just kind of take things as is and are, you know, for lack of a better word, lollygagging through everything, um, it's going to take you a lot longer than if you make deliberate and focused efforts 
to be in those situations and to handle the situations and to grow from those situations. Once again, the lab grown diamond and the mine diamond are exactly the same. They're the same molecular um, construct and they require the same things to be made. But the lab grown diamond takes fractions of the time that a mine diamond does because it is focused and concentrated. Mm -hmm. Once again, you don't have to seek out it, right? I'm not telling you to go seek out these situations, but what I am telling you is be focused and deliberate in your actions and your takeaways and your reflection of that situation. That's how you go from taking years and decades to getting there in a year or two years. A lot of times we, um, we as people overestimate what we can do in seven days, but underestimate what we can do in a year. Yeah, very, very true. And I've never thought about it that way that obviously, you know, the mind diamond takes a lot us or a lot more time um, versus the lab created diamond. And I think when we were looking at rings and stuff, our um, our jeweler told us that the lab grown diamonds take what, like six months or something like that, it, regardless, like fractions of the time of what it takes. So if you're focused and intentional and you're moving with purpose and you're moving with intention every single time or every action that you take towards the thing that you want to create or become or whatever, then you're going to get there faster and you're going to continue to work on your strengths and your weaknesses. And at the end of the day, once you get to where you want to go, you're going to be that much better off because you're focused, you're deliberate, you put yourself in a situation where you were growing, which goes back to what I was going to say, not that I remember, was the quote that says, like, if you want to do something you've never, or if you want to become something you've never done, or if you want to get something you've never done, you're going to have to do things you've never done before, right? So if you've never started a business, if you've never had a healthy relationship, if you've never had the quote, you know, perfect body that you want, it's because you haven't done the things to get there, right? So if you want to get to another point in your life, to the next level, the next step that you've never been before, you're going to have to get uncomfortable. You're going to have to do things that you haven't done before because the current version of you isn't equipped, doesn't have all of the things that you need to become that next better version of yourself, which is why you have to constantly be focused, be growing and get uncomfortable and put yourself in a situation where you're able to grow the skills and the talents and just like the bandwidth to handle whatever it is that's coming next. Yeah. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> I mean, if you want, babe. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I just think that there's so much of this in, in today's society. It's like everything has to be perfect. You have to get done faster. You have to do this. You have to do that. But who's to say like, what is, perfect what is on time it's there's just like so much outside pressure that we don't really internalize right we don't take that pressure to help us grow we just kind of like use it as a stressor rather than like fuel to keep us going yeah and there's always this argument um that comes up about discipline versus motivation Mm. and I, I always hate when people talk about needing one or the other and not that one sucks and the other one does like, you know, to me, both are important for different parts of your life. Like mm-hmm. the discipline is there to take you through things when 
the motivation wears off, but discipline can't always get you through things because quite honestly, discipline to me is a more steady, low intensity kind of thing. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. really spike you. It just, it more carries you through things where motivation kind of pushes you through things. And so if you, one thing that I've noticed is that people always talk about how they've lost motivation. They've lost motivation and they, they can't, you know, find the motivation to get through something. And I'm like, well, yeah, when was the last time you motivated yourself? Like if you're going through something that's uncomfortable, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Being uncomfortable should be, you should become very comfortable being fucking uncomfortable. Pardon my French. (laughs) But there's a, one of my favorite quotes is that a motivation is like showering. It's recommended daily. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about this before and it's something that like, yeah, if you watch a motivational video on Monday and you're like, well, by Friday, I, you know, I just don't have any motivation left. Well, yeah, no shit. You watched it five days ago. Watch it again. Watch a new one. I watch a motivational video every time I get on the goddamn treadmill because I need the motivation to get through the fucking thing because I hate it. (laughs) I fucking hate the treadmill. So I throw on YouTube and I throw in a motivational video and it gets me through it. And so if I, if that wasn't the case, like you're right, you could watch one motivational video and be motivated for the rest of your life, but that's not the way that it is. So if you do feel like you've lost motivation to get through something that is a pressure situation, just recognize, oh, when was the last time I did or watched anything or listened to something or whatever it is that motivates you? Because if you've listened to previous podcasts I joined, I talked about how there is no one right type of motivation mm-hmm. or way to find motivation. I find motivation in the weirdest things ever, <laughs> such as movies and all this other weird shit sometimes that um, to other people, like, they'll look at that and be like, that, how the fuck can that motivate you? And it just motivates me. Mm-hmm. It's okay if your motivation is watching The Lion King and listening to Hakuna Matata. If that's what motivates you to get something done, that's okay. Just recognize that and watch it again or listen to it again. But don't starve yourself from outside motivation because you think you should just be motivated to do something. That's mm-hmm. not how motivation works. Yeah. Yeah. I think we really expect ourselves to be on this, quote, motivated or excited path all of the time. Because if we love what we're doing, we should want to do it all the time. But that's just not the case. Like, I love this podcast, but sometimes it takes me like listening to a song or just watching something or listening to a podcast or whatever to like get my ass off the couch and like sit down and actually do it. Like, just because I love doing it doesn't mean that there are days that I want or I don't feel like doing it. Does that make sense? I loved football. Go ask any college football player, professional football player, ask any of us that has ever ever played football and loved the sport. There are practices we fucking hate. Mm -hmm. None of us liked three a days. (laughs) They sucked. We hated them, but we love football. I know I would trade. I would never say, well, you know, I'm not going to play football because of three days. It's okay to, you know, not love everything that you're doing when it's something that you love to do because there's just parts of it you won't. I fucking hate it three days. But I love football. Yeah. And even when it comes down to like 
my job, right? Like I love helping people, but there are days where I don't want to go to work because I'm tired and I just don't feel like dealing with people. And there are parts of my days that like paperwork, I fucking hate paperwork. I hate writing up all of the evals. I hate, I hate doing that part of my job, but I still love what I do. You don't have to love every part of it. Like Again, I love recording podcasts. I love talking. I love being here and like having these conversations with you, but I hate the editing, right? Like I don't like to sit here and re-listen and take things out or put things in or whatever it is. And so most of the time I just don't and we just kind of roll with it. If there's an awkward pause, there's an awkward pause. If I stumble on my words, I stumble on my words. I don't care because I hate the editing part of it. (laughs) Like I just don't care, right? I don't care to do that thing or... Even if, like, let's say you're a writer and you love to write, but maybe you don't love the editing part of it. Maybe you don't love that you don't have the, quote, motivation or the writer's block or whatever it is. That's okay. Like, you don't have to love every part of what you're doing. And I think that also goes back to what we were talking about initially, which was like the pressure situations. It's like the more that you try to force yourself into loving every part of what you do, you're going to end up hating it. You're putting yourself under all of this pressure that doesn't need to be there. And it's instead of helping you grow, that pressure is actually like holding you back in a way because you're forcing yourself into doing or trying, you're forcing yourself into loving every part of what you're doing, even though you're not going to love every part of what you're doing. <laughs> he just gives me a thumbs up. <laughs> You know me. I, I point to the screen when I'm talking to my clients and they can't see me. So just in case you guys didn't see that, he was <laughs> thumbs up. All right. Well, I think I think that was pretty good. I think we covered a lot there. Thanks for being here. Anytime. I'll see you on the couch in like 30 seconds. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks for being here, guys. I'll talk to you Thursday. Thank you so much for listening in. If this episode resonates with you, I would be so grateful if you would share it to your social media and tag me so that I can personally thank you and support you on your journey. Or if you could rate and review in your favorite podcasting app to help increase the reach and searchability so that we can grow our community of powerful, like-minded women and empower even more of us to go after the lives that we are meant to live. I'm so grateful for the growth and impact that we are creating together. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.